Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy to be talking with you. I feel like it's just been so long since I've been able to just sit down and record. My life has been so crazy, but I do want to say thank you guys so much for just being patient with me. You know, I just, I really appreciate it. Um, I'm ready. I'm back. I feel better than ever. And let's hop into anime news. I haven't had anime news in so long. And there's just been thing after thing after thing that just keeps popping up. So I'm really excited to just go through some things that have been going on in the industry with you. The staff of the live action film, The Promised Neverland, announced on Wednesday that actress Keiko Kitagawa from Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon um, and Paradise Kiss will play Isabella, which is Mama, while comedian Naomi Watanabe will play Sister Crone. So I was actually really excited about this news. Um, I was excited but disappointed at the same time. And let me explain why. So I was kind of disappointed because I wanted them to cast a black woman to play Sister Crone. I mean, she's black in the manga. She's black in the anime. So why wouldn't you make her a black woman in the live action? But I'm relieved that they didn't do blackface because quite honestly that was something I was really concerned about and I thought that's what they were going to do and the way that she's so the way that she's drawn in the manga I was for sure really afraid that they were going to go ahead and make her look like some weird black-faced scary looking person and that wasn't the case at all so I'm very excited about it but at the same time I'm also like Oh, I really wish they would have just hired a black woman to play um, Sister Crone. Next on my list, Crunchyroll unveils seven Crunchyroll original works, including Tower of God, No Bussy, and God of High School. Crunchyroll confirmed that three of the other seven works announced are being produced at Japanese anime studios. Right now, they currently have Inspectre, which honestly, it is amazing. I've been binge watching it since it came out and it didn't really look like something I would be interested in. But when I tell you the, the premise of the story really captivates you, it, it does. Like it's addicting and I'm very excited to see all the other things that Crunchyroll Original are going to be producing. One thing I saw that was really cool though, a couple of them actually had like black main characters, which got me super, super geeked. I was like, yes, this is what I live for. And I don't know, I just have a feeling that these originals are going to be very diverse in the characters and the way that they're drawn. And I don't know, I just, I really appreciate that. And I'm excited to see what Crunchyroll has coming out. Next, Netflix partners up with Clamp and Kendachi, Gundam Thunderbolt, Goth, Mardok Scramble, Therme Rome creators for a new anime. The partnerships will develop and produce original Japanese anime projects to stream in 190 countries and territories worldwide. In particular, Clamp has a produced 20 designs for 20 characters for an unannounced anime project. Ikibayashi is working on an anime project by penning scripts and other text documents. Oh my god! Clamp is coming back. If you don't know what Clamp is, think of Card Copper Sakura as just one of the main, main ones. Um, 
I am so excited for this. I can't tell you guys how lit it's going to be. Knowing that Clamp is back, I can't even imagine what it's going to be. But all I know is it's going to be gorgeous. Because everything Clamp produces is breathtaking for sure. That's it for anime news this week. Let's take a break. So this week on Topic Time, it's going to be a two-parter. So the first part is going to be a spoiler-free, yep, that's right, spoiler-free review of the My Hero Academia movie. Then the second part of this two-part Topic Time, there's a lot of teas, um, is going to be a spoiler, yes, spoiler-induced review where I brought on Javon uh, with me to talk about just what our thoughts were about the movie so let's jump into the spoiler free part of it right this movie guys is amazing okay i'm not gonna lie to you i know you guys think i think a lot of things are amazing but this movie was probably a perfect anime movie um it is worth every dime that you go see i actually paid to see it twice um one time with me and just Javon, and the second time was me and um, his brother and my niece, and we all went to go see it a second time, and it was just amazing. Every part of it, from English dub and sub, it was just, everything about it came together beautifully. I mean, I highly recommend it. One thing I will say about it, though... If you're a My Hero fan, you'll definitely love it. If you aren't a My Hero fan, I'm telling you, you'll probably still enjoy this movie because it it's just a good time. And the animation is superb, okay? The animation was worth seeing it twice. And I will probably go see it another time just because the animation was that good. The story was very um, to the point, which is something that I liked. It was very open and closed. Um, there wasn't a lot of gaps. There wasn't a lot of like, um, you know, when like you go see a movie and there's like major plot holes. I will say there was like a couple parts where I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would you do that? Like, um, I don't really consider this a spoiler, but basically you guys have seen from the trailer that there's just two kids that they're trying to protect. And something that was kind of funny was like basically the kid's dad leaves them at home while he works away for like the whole year and the people on the village just basically take care of these kids but it's like why would you leave two babies at home by themselves like that didn't make sense to me but I guess that's just kind of anime logic but this film just it'll capture your heart it showed a lot of character growth, which is something that I truly appreciated. Bakugo is not as bad as you think he is. And I wish I would have just told myself in the past so I could give myself more chances to love him. Because he really is like, he's hilarious. He's angry, but he's like, he's like Vegeta. You know what I mean? He's, he's angry, but he's so soft and you love him and you know he has a good heart like he has a good heart but he's angry you know what I mean and it's just like <laughs> I love him I love him and of course like I really appreciate how they're making Deku just kind of grow up you know what I mean like when he first started he was just a big crybaby and that's something that everyone has always dragged Deku for being a big crybaby 
But I feel like in this particular film, you watch him shed that crybaby persona and now he's just like a badass who isn't afraid of getting hurt, who understands the consequences. Like, it doesn't matter. None of that matters unless you save who you have to save. And all in all, this movie was truly an experience and I highly, 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 highly recommend it. Um, so that's it for the first part. See, it's going to be really short. Um, the second part is going to be an in-depth review. So if you do not care about spoilers, then continue listening. But if you do, then I would suggest you stop listening, turn it off right now, and I'm going to put a very loud spoiler alert. Spoilers. So this part of topic time, I brought Javon on with me to do a deep dive of the My Hero Academia movie. Sure. So, um, yeah, say hi. What's up, everybody? Um, so we actually saw it twice, which I'm very happy that I didn't just go solely based off of the first time I saw it because, I don't know, I just felt like I was so geeked the first time I saw it. The second time I got a chance to, like, really look at everything from, like, a critical standpoint and just kind of break down my thoughts on it. Definitely. Definitely. So, um, what's your favorite part? What's my favorite part? Um, yeah. Where to begin? Honestly, um... Or better yet, let's start off at, um... What did you think about the movie, all in all? All in all, I thought the movie was solid. Um, as far as anime movies go, I mean, when you when you talk about, like, your favorite shonens or, you know, your favorite um, just anime shows that have movie adaptations... I feel like it was just solid, man. Like, there's really... I have no complaints for the movie. I want to start there. I have zero complaints. Like, even where stuff is slow, like, and they're just trying to explain to you what's going on, and, like, they're just trying to build, like, a, um, a scenario, it's still, like, really strong and really solid. So, um, for me, I enjoyed it very much, and I think that... Um, if you haven't seen it yet, you will enjoy it. Like, especially if you, even if you're not a My Hero fan, like, you can go into the movie and, like, understand the premise, understand, like, what's going on. Like, you really don't know how, have to know much about the show in order to um, understand what's going on, really. So, I brought my niece with me, and you brought your brother. We went all as a unit to Word. go see it for the second time. And my niece isn't a real big My Hero fan. Like, she's probably seen, like, the first season. And then she's just been watching, like, recaps of everything up into the movie. Because she was like, I want to know what's going on, but I have not watched everything. And even she was like, this was amazing. I loved it. It was a great film. So it, I definitely agree with you there when, it said, when you said that you don't really have to be a My Hero fan to really enjoy this movie. Yeah, it's um, just a solid, like, animation. Like, the animation is really good. The story is really good. Like, the way that they incorporate like the reason why they're there the reason why the villains is doing whatever it's, it's a very like one thing i will say about the movie was it is very um to the point you know exactly. what i mean like of course exactly. you kind of need to know a little bit of the background but of course you know you can kind of get the kind of do that little breakdown of exactly. like oh it's a society of superheroes Which i and, feel like the reason why they do that is because um they plan to have the movie um playing for a little bit longer 
They yeah, usually, I mean, so it's not going to be some casual people in there. That don't really yeah, it's definitely it. not going to be something where it's like a random exactly. like two or three days and then the movie's gone. I feel like the movie's going to be in theaters for a couple weeks. But mm-hmm. my my thoughts on the movie was I did love it. It was it was so good. I mean, like really just to the point where I was just like getting goosebumps in my seat. Um, the fight. Let me tell you, the fight was every. I feel like this movie was a prime example of why people love Shonen so much. And I, I, I always felt like, you know, I saw glimpses of that with Naruto and stuff. But with My Hero, like, in particular. My Hero's main focus. That's what's so dope about My Hero, bro. My Hero's main focus is, is all about the powers that, you know, the characters hold. The responsibility that comes with the powers, like whether you're a villain or you're a hero, you have a responsibility. Like, there's a reason why you have the power that you have, and there's there's something that you either like trying to accomplish, whatever the case may be. Like, there's I like the fact that um it's very simplistic, but even in its simplicity, there's like you know a purpose behind every single power or every single yeah, like, story arc. Like, like, there's a reason why things are happening. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just all you need is superpowers. You need heroes, you need villains. Like, it's very simple, you know what I mean? I feel like every single person who has a power, has like, or who has a quirk, mm-hmm. has a purpose for their quirk. You know what I mean? Like, even Minata with his weird little sticky ball things, like, hit, like in the movie, it showed, like, how useful those could be. You know yeah. what I mean? You would have think that his quirk in particular would be one of the most useless ones. Yeah, but, but it clearly to the most wasn't. useless character that you would think even he has a purpose yeah like and i felt like that was something that they showed a lot in this film and another big thing that i liked was character development i Mm. feel like with this this particular film it really showed the not only did it show like the characteristics of the characters and things like that i feel like it really showed how they've changed from like the first season to now with, with who specifically though bakugo yeah I knew that. bakugo and even Definitely deku bakugo. deku isn't like i don't know there was one part of the film where he went to turn to go fight like um the uh fight nine mm-hmm. and he had just saved the kids so he like looked at the kids he was soft and gentle with them but as soon as he turned around to go see nine he was like what's up we ready to go like his face changed from just such a soft demeanor to like a very stern like we're about to fight so and i feel like mm -hmm. he's growing as a hero like he's showing more hero qualities like even yuruka in the beginning of the movie was like the way he portrays himself in like certain you're situations. You're as hero as you can be right exactly. now. Like this is like what you're literally meant to do. And like exactly. Bakugo, he's also changed from just instead of just being angry, mm-hmm. he has like a purpose for his anger. You know what I mean? Like I feel like his purpose is his anger is like redirected mm-hmm. instead of just being like I'm angry all the time. Right. So exactly with that, um, what I was trying to explain to you before. The reason why I feel like personally I feel like he's being able to grow at that point is because he, you know, holds a secret with um Deku and All Might. Um I think that um because Deku has become a person who or I think because Deku has become a character who is um able to use All Might's power and now that um Bakugo is like a part of the secret and he understands what's going on, I think the level of understanding allows him to kind of um have more patience. 
uh, with his growth and with uh, Deku's growth and like it just it just helps him like calm down a little bit more because now he has a goal right his goal is to be the number one hero but the number one hero literally gave his power to a kid that he resent for like majority of his life so now it's 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 a really interesting and conflicted but scenario. see I feel like it's less and I feel like it's less hatred it's less there. hatred definitely yeah it's so that's more a good like, thing I want to prove character to you that I am the best but it's less like what? I hate you I hate your guts I just hate how weak you are I, I just want to prove to you that even though All Might gave you this shit yeah it don't matter it doesn't I'm matter still gold, I'm and I was still born this way exactly that shit is crazy and I feel like I appreciate that type of rivalry mm-hmm. better than any other shonen that I've seen. Like, even with Naruto and Sasuke, like, you could clearly see that, like, Sasuke would hate Naruto because he has nine tails in him mm-hmm. and he's so strong and stuff like that. But, like, even then it was different. Like, Sasuke wanted to kill Naruto. Like, there yeah, was yeah. no, like, oh. There was a lot of other, like, aspects to the reason why Sasuke was the way he was outside of the fact of you know naruto being his friend and like yeah but like him even sasuke shit. doesn't treat naruto like a the friend that, yeah, yeah but I'm like worried. deku and bakugo like it's kind of funny because i used to hate i used to hate deku because i loved him but i used to hate how he would just accept the crap that bakugo would would just like throw at him just because they were childhood friends and even then at the yeah time, but at the same time it's just like imagine being childhood friends with somebody who has you know superpowers and has like the ability be the ability to become a hero eventually and you don't have nothing so you admire this this person but at the same time this person's looking at you like you ain't really you ain't really nothing because yeah, you don't have because all you do is cry and all you're you always do is trying cry, to all you do me, is like and it's you like know, geek over like all these other heroes that have all these other powers and you talk about it all the time and like you lose your shit but it's like I have my own shit going on you know what I mean so like that's the thing like this movie made me think okay they were friends at one point growing up like Mm. it wasn't all beef between them all the time like they have connected on a different type of level and even now like they're closer than ever Mm -hmm. and it's weird because they're super close but they're not at the same time and that's something that i really appreciate most definitely so um for those of you who haven't seen the movie i think um going into it you should expect uh you know definitely growth in their relationship um between you know Deku and Bakugo like even through the trailers like they explain that like they let you know like yo there's gonna be some type of altercation where like they're gonna have to like work together whatever case may be um but at the same time you know watching being somebody who's watched the show from the very beginning up until this point like I was somebody who was like um very interested in the way that um the show was set up from the get-go like it's really cool and it's really simple but at the same time like it has this aspect to it where you know you have this kid who's literally like this kid is literally nothing and watching the movie made me like watching the movie made made me realize like really how far Deku has come like he's come so far like Deku that's what I'm saying but that's what I'm saying like like previously he would have Seeing that this villain was coming. And called All Might. It was like, yeah, yo, like, yo, or, SOS. Like, we need like, help. No matter what, no matter how many times he got severely hurt, broken both of his arms, he awesome, still was like, he was getting angry. Like, I love it. I love seeing Deku Word. angry because you always see him cry. 
You see him soft. You see him being that happy-go-lucky. But when you soft, see him being like, yo, like, like telling we need to his figure body, out what's going on. When he's like, telling his body to, to move, move. Oh, man. And he's like, get up. Like, get up. Like, he's just like, I don't care how much pain I'm in. Like, he's yelling at his body to get up. It's just a certain sense of, like, Deku was growing. He's not just accepting, like, he's, he's not a crybaby. Like, I mean, he still is, but I feel like he's definitely growing up and i i kind of feel like um like you said i kind of feel like there could be um like a my hero shippuden because i would love to see deku like mature like a 18 year old exactly. 19 year old 20 year old deku fully aware of like of, his power and yeah. what, he, what the responsibility is because even when he was fighting nine he started doing like um air gusts bullets and he was like what a weird way to use this power that he has that he had and he was like exactly. that's interesting like i never would have thought and of course that's speaking was, of not mm-hmm. i don't even want to like you know uh, cut you off but speaking of not like um i'm a really big fan of like really good villains and i think that even though nine was somebody who um was very simple like it wasn't really anything too much involved in the canon story i don't believe like he was solid bro like he had a premise he had a purpose he had a squad like he had people that were like, you know, with him. I will say the girl looked a lot like Karen um, it was from like, Naruto. And then there's another guy, I forgot, yeah. I don't know his name, but he had like tape or something, some type of weird fabric. And then Tavon called him sorcery. Like there was, sorcery. it was very funny. Heavy was, sorcery vibes. Yeah, it was like very funny. Um, and then like even the bear tail guy kind of reminded me of the shark guy. But I was like. Yo, I didn't even think about that. That kind of made me yeah, laugh. Yeah, Kisame, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, there was some there was some heavy uh influences, I would say, <laughs> throughout the movie. Um, but my hero is my hero. Like, that's my thing. Like, my hero is a shonen, right? And when you get into watching the shonen, like at the end of the day, like you get like the premise, right? The shonen is a kid trying to do his thing, whatever the case may be. But the thing I like about my hero so much is that it's never been done so simple, yet so complex at the same time because there's complexity in the simplicity of the show you know what i mean like with the the villain in particular like um nine the character design is sick like i was really really digging the character design he reminded Um, me of a um of a um like a one for all mini version pretty much which is kind of with a suit and the suit was oh, white. Oh, sorry. All for one. Sorry. All for one. All for one. Exactly. Uh, all for one mini version, which is essentially what his purpose was to be. He, uh, I mean, for those who saw the movie, which is probably why you're listening to it, but if you haven't, um, his power was specifically so he could, his power or his quirk was to take a quirk and then use eight other different people's quirks that he's stolen. And I was just like, he just gave me that vibe of like, uh, all, or is it one for all? One for all. Yeah, they, they reference. Or all they for re- one. All for one. All for one. Yes. Yeah, it gets kind of complicated when you try to like differentiate between the two. Yeah. Um, One for all is obviously a whole bunch of quirks for one person. All for one is, is meaning that you use your quirk for a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And like you're able to mm-hmm. um, give your quirk to other people, whatever the case may be. So. The, the main villain, Nine, um, was particularly leaning towards All for One, where he could have a whole bunch of quirks, um, including his own, up to nine quirks, 
and um, be able to use all nine of them whenever he chose. But the thing was, whenever he used it, he would get sick or he would get hurt and it would like pretty much hinder the purpose of what he's trying to do. So um, the goal was to get a hold of somebody who has a quirk where it, it, it was it's cell, it reju- it's cell rejuvenation exactly so but the person who has that quirk only did like type a blood cells mm-hmm. and they needed someone who could do i guess like type b or something else which is very like i said mind you that's a very but, simple but like thing. very specific and it's quirk. very specific so it's just like it's it, it's it's simple and specific to the point where it gives the story even more premise right so it's like i found i found somebody who it's supposed to do what I need them to do, but at the same time, like I also need to um, dig a little bit deeper and find out somebody who um, does it to the point where like I need them to do it because they don't have the same blood type. As so, me, which is crazy. Yeah, I think it's crazy. So, what did you? What is there anything you didn't like about the movie? I know you kind of said no, it was great, but there's not one thing you could think of that you didn't like. Um completely spoiler um induced i would say that the only thing i didn't like about the movie um there's a really big part of the movie where um you get towards the end of the the end of the movie and um the end of the story so to speak and um you know the the premise of the movie is bakugo and deku learning how to uh get through a situation where they need each other right because at the end of the day they're rivals they want to be against each other, but at the same time, they, they want to be heroes, right? Um, so the only thing I didn't like is that there's, you know, a point in the movie where they have to rely on each other and um, it's a really, really moving moment. But at the end of the day, it comes down to a point where Bakugo doesn't remember what happened. So I'm, I'm going to spoil it right here for you guys. I don't want to be responsible I'm for spoiling spoil it, it, so I'll definitely this, go ahead. I'm going to put, because I'm going to put in the description, um about the spoiling okay and like what part so if you don't want to hear it you shouldn't be listening up to this point anyways but um okay so obviously if you've seen it you know if you haven't seen it you just want to be spoiled because you don't care deku passes over one for all is it one for all oh yes so crazy (laughs) deku passes on one for all to to Bakugo. They had no other options. They were no in a situation might, no that other we were stuck. Heroes the people weren't like, coming until God knows when. Yeah. And they had to defeat Nine. So the only way they could do it and save these kids and save the villagers and everybody on this island was to transfer one for all to uh, Bakugo. And that was the most insane moment like the, the first time, time we watched it, the entire theater was like, "Oh shit! What is going? What the fuck on? is happening?" Yeah, and the yeah, girl yeah. next to me, like shout out to whoever that girl was, she literally was like, "What just happened?" Like she looked at me, she was looking around, she was like, "This is not happening," and I was like, I was trying to contain my excitement to the best of my ability because, what like. And Bakugo like light up together instantly, and they chef kiss. Like, like I all can't, four seasons, whatever you've seen of, of my hero up to this point, that made it worth it. That made that everything made like, like like I said. This is why I I felt like I finally understood 
why everybody watches shonen because if this is what you guys were waiting for y'all be watching years and years dragon ball z i get it because this was the most craziest moment that i ever thought could happen and then everything gets cleared they save the day yeah 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 all might comes Finally, he doesn't fight nobody because the fight's already over. Because I mean, mm. Bakugo has one for all now, so it's like that's what you're thinking. Because the so, way that, so so mind you, right? Not even to cut you off, babe, but just to um, add a little little context to it. When Deku passes over um, the power to Bakugo, you know it's it's under Deku's you know description. So Deku is explaining to you what's happening at that moment. So at the moment, like. Deku was like in his mind he's like yo like I'm giving up this power I'm literally giving the thing that All Might said that I was worthy of um to my rival you know and this is what he's gonna have for the rest of his life on top of the you know the quirk that he already has and I have nothing like that's the way Deku look at it, look, looks at it um and at this point also Deku is at this point Deku is also in a place where he doesn't necessarily understand like the full scope of what he's capable capable of because also in the movie you come to low-key realize that he has the capability quirk low-key might be the abilities that have like other quirks like it's just bugged out like there's a lot of aspects to the movie that you might not be prepared for but so that's i think was my biggest pet peeve throughout the whole film and one they were laying it on really thick the second time i saw it I just kind of kept realizing how much they kept saying nothing would happen on this island to kind of be like, hey, nothing's happening. There's been no crime here for 30 years. But that's the difference between me and you. The first time they said that, I knew. Because through the movie, when they cut to to Bakugo and Bakugo was chilling while everybody was going on, you know, little Mm -hmm. random missions, trying to help uh, the villagers or whatever the case may be, like... That was the main thing. Like, yo, Bago was like, I'm waiting for something real to happen. Like, this is boring. Like, I don't bother me. I'm chilling. Next thing you know, I just, the end of the world I, I just thought it was really funny because they kept saying it over and over and over again, how much nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, now you're just laying it on really thick. But again, I didn't notice this until the second time that I watched it. Um, and the second thing that really bothered me was like you were saying earlier, after Deku passes it on to Bakugo, they beat the bad guy up. There was a beautiful animation sequence that, I mean, honestly, guys, I paid twice to see this movie just because that fight was so gorgeous. Like, that was completely worth the money seeing it twice. Um, mm-hmm. But after everything was said and done, they literally canceled everything out and made it seem like nothing just happened. I mean, granted, they made it sound like, okay, it was a gift from the from the, the pre-accessors or whatever, but still, that was just weird. But I understand they probably didn't want to make it canon because they knew, like, that was going to be a really big deal if they did. However, I do wish that Bakugo would have remembered everything that he went through. Yeah. Because, like, how do you forget? How did he forget? It's not like... They, it's not like, it's not like that no, power takes away your memory once you don't complete it. I just, I didn't understand that. It's just like he didn't have, or I wish they would have hinted to like him at least remembering some of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe a glimpse of it hit him when mm-hmm. he like moved his arm weird or something. Or when he looked at Deku a certain way, something. Maybe, I mean, that might be something that they expand on. I definitely on. hope so because I felt like. It was kind of a waste to put mm-hmm. it in the movie 
if nothing, literally nothing is so, gonna come from it. So what I what I actually came to find out found out about the um the climax of the movie was the whole portion where Deku decided to give Bakugo um one for all, um that was something that the the uh the creator of the show planned on on ending the show with, so to speak. So whenever the show end, whenever the manga end, whatever the case may be, like that was supposed to be the end of the series. Like, yo, um, he decided to hand it over to him, this special power that was so important, blah, 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 whatever. Um, so it was just, to me, for something so major, it felt anticlimactic, right? It was major because, yo, this is the only way we could defeat this villain. It's the only thing that we could think to do, whatever the case may be. Ultimately leading up to uh, Bakugo not remembering what happened, Bakugo no longer having the power, Deku. But also at the same time, what I thought was really dope, and if you think about it like this, you might have a different understanding what i thought was really dope is when all might pulled up after the fight right and he's you know there at ba uh, uh deku's side and bakugo's side and he's explaining you know that um he's you know he's sorry he couldn't make it sooner he's sorry that everything happened the way it happened whatever the case may be and you know deku is explaining to all might that um in order to defeat the villain he had to give the power up um there's a sequence where you uh see you know all the previous successors of all for one you know what i mean and 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 all the previous successors who of, of the people who had this power and um they pretty much explain without explaining um the sense that all the predecessors of this power basically chose deku as the person who deserves to have um, the power that All Might bestowed on him, right? You know, the number one hero in the world. You know, I I wonder because all of the predecessors mm. of the power is in, like, you know, like they used to see the person it's who has in, it. At the it's moment. in it, yeah. So, like, with All Might not being dead yet, does he transfer his like soul or whatever to, like, is he gonna be part of it? That's you know what question. I mean? Because when I was looking at all of the people who have gotten it before him mm -hmm. all might's master was like the last person who had it and she died so looking at all might wouldn't his last master be gran torino no i forgot what gran torino gran torino is like his trainer but it's not like his master it's not the same thing. okay his master okay. was the girl with the, was the with girl the with the yeah, so i just wonder when all Might finally dies. And this is not a spoiler of the series. Like, I don't know if he really dies, but I feel Bro, he like gotta die. he's At clearly he dying. Die. If they're going to kill off Jiraiya, they're going to kill off All Might. That's the way I see it. Like, if they going if if this is going to be a shonen and they're going to, like, kind of sort of low-key bite off of other shonens the way the shonens go, like, the main protagonist has to experience some type of loss and some type of... um. Grief. Some type of grief towards like the power that he accepts, yeah, right? Naruto accepted like Sage Mode. If you haven't and all caught that up shit. with the show, so, if you haven't caught up with the show, then this is definitely a spoiler. So watch out. Mm -hmm. uh, spoiler Not alert! Even the show, just spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Manga too. But his part, what Night Eye or whatever, he died. He died already in the series. Remember his um. His um. Yeah, I forgot. Psychic. Yeah, Night Eye. That's not his name. The guy that um the guy that like was on the fence about Deku being yes, the predecessor. Yes, he yes. died okay, already. Got you, got you. So like clearly oh, they making it they're making it known that they're not afraid point. to kill certain people off. Exactly. You know what I mean? Granted, he's not somebody. He's not like Gran Torino or somebody. Somebody that mm -hmm. we visibly got attached to. 
but he is someone that we've seen is kind of like a key character in the series so I feel like watching him die I mean of course somebody else is gonna die throughout the series but somebody significant yeah I think when um the guy uh, with the Shigarachi, I think it's Shigarachi. It's not but the Shigarachi. guy, no. no. But it's the guy with the obviously you know hands all over his head and shit. It's the weird it's dude. One hand. On one his hand face. on his face, but he we got a head on the back of his head. It's no. Just, <laughs> I, well, he has a hand on his face, and um, you sure already know what like, we're talking about. He has a hand in this. He has yeah. a hand in this, and whatever he's planning, whatever his his giant. Tell all plan, take, a, take, a, t- take, take over, over the, the world, world plan. Because supposedly you, that's going to be a very be insane, insane, insane moment in anime right. history and in the series. Like I'm telling you, when his plan starts to kick off, mm-hmm. and they have to because right now, right now, time, right now, especially if you watch the show, watching the movies and everything, like. You see him testing the waters. Like, he's it's just testing the waters. Him. It like, always leads back to yeah, him. Yeah, it always leads back to him. He's like, okay, that didn't work out, but um, we're going to move forward. Yeah, it doesn't matter. it's like, like every... And yo, even like is. the last season, even in the last season, when um, everything came together, or in this season, sorry, this season, everything came together, mm-hmm. and we thought the new villain was going to be the top grade person who kicks his butt mm-hmm. it was very clear who won in the end like he was just like exactly. get out of here like you came in here <laughs> thinking you could run my turf but he he didn't even give him a chance he was like you know like beg for it like you sure you want this or whatever yeah, man. and i think well, he, he even took his quirk away from him like i think so too it was it was bad so and I thought that he was going to be the new bad guy, but clearly that didn't matter at all. So, whatever he has planned, it's going to be crazy. It has to be the worst case. It's going to be something so sad and so crazy that I'm just like... like even I don't know about it being not, sad. I just think it's going to be really dope. I think it's going to be sad because and, I feel um, like somebody... I love her. Oh, I think it's going to be sad because I feel like somebody is going... Somebody important is possibly going to die very quickly yeah and but once again um to speak from somebody who uh enjoys a lot of shonen that's to be expected i feel like You're it's gonna, gonna i feel like it's gonna be like um when pain came through and destroyed the leaf village yeah and it was like oh, and then pain was like yo like i'm doing this wild fucked up shit like fuck everybody that you know or whatever case would be but hit listen i have a reason yeah yeah, and, yeah like, but remember like, and, like remember that episode so remember when pay it's so funny because we always go back to comparing things to naruto but i think i think my hero and naruto are a solid comparison like, I, I think, think it's it's, it's funny i feel like whenever this guy's plan kicks off it's going to be like the moment like i don't know if you remember but the moment pain like every like every part after pain killed jiraiya that's when you believed in this nigga this is this nigga was just like moderate that's when like whether you um whether you look at madara obito however you looked at any other villains in the show of naruto like when pain killed jiraiya that's when he was like the villain orochimaru didn't matter um whoever else you thought about didn't matter whatever kids were so this guy has the um capability of being like that version of the person. And that episode where, when mm-hmm. the when Pain took over the Leaf Village and like 
Every like he flew up in the air and that was it. Like this it's you know that this is a moment where yeah. everything was gonna get destroyed and he like basically almost dropped like a bomb on the leaf village mm-hmm. and everybody was running around, mm-hmm. couldn't cut in contact with anybody. Naruto was mad late and he was just like, What is everybody happening? Was everybody was mad late because nobody knew what was happening. Right. Sakura was like I don't even know where Lady Tsunade is. <laughs> like everybody was so stressed out and it came as such a surprise. And I feel mm. like whatever he's going to do is going to be like that episode where it's nothing but stressful for the viewer because we're gonna be like, oh, our babies. Like everything is gonna be completely destroyed. I feel like a lot of the kids are gonna get very hurt too. So let me ask you this, right? So um now that we've seen this movie and um, my supposedly movie is supposed to take place a little bit further than where the show is right now, whatever the case may be, um, how do you feel about the direction of um, how do you feel about the direction of the the League of Villains versus the whole entire class, right? So you have the whole League of Villains, which is a whole bunch of villains, whatever the case may be, versus um, the whole class that Deku's a part of, where you have, you know, Bakugo, everybody that, you know, he's friends with, whatever the case may be, eventually, stuff is going to hit the ceiling, right? Eventually, things are going to get to a point where it's just like, they're going to have to clash, it's going to be like a really big, either fight, battle, whatever case it be, there might be a big reveal, whatever case it be, like, how do you feel about where the show and this movie has placed, um, I guess the story? So, one thing I do want to say is the kids and, and and please don't don't bash me for this, please. I'm begging you. I knew this was a good question. The kids in this class, in Deku's class, Bakugo's class, are not that amazing. Like quirk wise, their quirks are very like. I like their quirks. I love all the characters. Like, don't get as Minita. I like all the characters. I do think that he has a purpose in the show where it's, you know, a sense of comic relief, right? No matter what time he's on the screen, you know you're going to laugh. You can't give Nobody me... Nobody laughs. But it's funny, though. It's not. Okay. So I thought it was funny. Especially in the movie, because he had a couple scenes in the, in the movie, movie where, like, was, there was they set him up funny. for a couple yeah. good jokes. Even in the yeah. show, they but set him up for a couple good jokes. I've come to creep. I've come to realize him and recognize him as like the comic relief character in the show, where it'd be some crazy shit going on. Um, but that's anime, 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 and comic relief come with some pervy shit. That's just what it is. At the end of the day, yeah, I guess. For whatever reason, but, Japanese people seem to think that's you know synonymous but, with each other. Going back to what I was saying, go ahead, break it down. The kids in this class, I feel like, don't have the best, most amazing quirks. They don't. You know what I mean? Like, you have the invisible girl. So, like, they don't all have super special quirks. I think the only ones that are super, super dumb strong is um, the bird guy. I forgot his name. Sorry. Um, Todoroki, Bakugo, Deku, like those. But even you're Red Ryan the goat. I yeah. Red oh, yeah. Him, him, too. But I feel like the thing that separates... I feel like the thing that makes them so special and unique is the way that they use their quirk and no matter what it is like this movie was a prime example of like what their quirks combine they work really good together Mm -hmm. and I feel like that movie this movie really showed that and it made me realize okay so I have a lot of faith in these kids because not they know what to do with their quirk you know Mm -hmm. what I mean they're not just bull crap in it like all the training all of that 
come together and really put like some emphasis on they can really kick some butt you know what i mean as a unit like together and then separately individually as well so they all have their very unique purpose and i like to see how they like really push themselves to the point where like they don't they're not just gonna give up because they're tired or hungry or like these kids have pushed themselves in this film and i feel like when it comes to the story it is going to show just how much they've grown since season one I can't wait. to now. Like, I, I feel wait. like with the story, it's going to show just how these kids have gone to the school yeah. and mastered what they're doing. And each, every devastating thing that has happened to them, mm-hmm. because like I was saying yes, last night, it's hilarious how these kids are always in the middle of some crazy wild Word. mess. Like of all the people or, or all the other students that could be involved with something like this, it's always them. It's always, always them. them. I feel like so, nobody. I feel like honestly, the other kids who go to UA mm-hmm. are probably having such a chill summer, bro. A chilling. chill like chilling. school year. They probably year. got part-time jobs. They probably got some. Uh, bro, they got. They probably have after-school different activities, activities that they do. going on. Like a regular high school exactly. that just happened to have quirks. While probably our little UA babies are out mm-hmm. here dying halfway into their lives getting beat but, up hey man that's why by they, villains but these characters i feel like is cut from a different cloth though. exactly and i feel like this movie really did put in perspective just how much they've grown mm-hmm. how much they are growing and what it's going to be like for them moving forward and just it kind of mm-hmm. gives you a little bit of a gauge of okay i know what my kids are capable of i just don't know what the enemy is capable of yeah, and that's much. what I'm concerned about Word. because if this guy, the evil guy with the hand, I forgot his name, if he was able to work with Nine and just destroy Nine like it was nothing and was like, oh, thanks, Nine, for giving me what I needed to know, mm-hmm. it just makes me be like, well, what is up your sleeve? Like, what do you have? And now he knows something about the kids that the kids, you know, it's like this, it's weird. The villains in this series always seem to be one step ahead. Yeah, and I hate that. And the, and then the heroes are always responding to like however they choose to go about things. So yeah. yeah, the heroes the heroes are always like a secondary like you know situation. On heroes like like I said, the heroes are responding to. Yeah, like something. I feel so like, they, the like the adult heroes aren't that great. Like the adult heroes are like I feel like the adult heroes are like over it. It is like okay, like they're waiting like for the time where yeah, like, everybody like they're goes, waiting. It's weird, but it's like these kids are in danger now. It's weird. Why, like even in the premise of the movie, why would you send these kids out here with not even one pro hero to watch over them? Yeah. You know, I get like what you were trying to do, but it's like the safety of these kids <laughs> seem to be the last. But of that's them. then again, that's where I see um the story being the story probably being in a point where like they want them to kind of really be involved with um where they're supposed to be at this point because the 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 movie is supposed to take place a little bit further where a little bit further than where the um show is and then also a little bit further i mean excuse me a little bit before where the manga is so it's kind of towards the end of the story altogether um and things are a little bit different like when watch even when you watch the movie like you'll see a couple things or you'll hear a couple things that like don't really that might not tie together with like the show so to speak or you might have already known if you read the manga so to speak or whatever case may be but um at this point the 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 big heroes obviously believe that these kids are capable of a lot more than like you know what we know them to be capable of and um i think that 
the movie does a very good job at showing um, individually, and that's another big part of the movie that's a really a good thing. Individually, you see what each character is like capable of. Like everybody has their time to shine. Everybody does their their thing when it's yeah, supposed to. Yeah, everybody got and, um, every every one of your favorites. Like, every one of your favorites. Whoever your character, whoever your main character is that you just love, mm-hmm. everybody got their moment to shine in this in this movie. So. so. So that's it. Thank you so much for joining me on the no episode, Javon. No um, let pleasure. me know what you guys thought of the movie. If you loved it, if you hate it. Were we wrong Like on our opinions? I'd love to hear what you guys think. Remember, you guys can follow me at Getting Animated on Instagram and Twitter. Also, of course, um, Dusty Senpai on Twitter. And yeah, I'll be talking to you guys next week.